Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jesse May. I know you're happy because it's motherfucking Friday. <laughs> Welcome everybody. It is Friday afternoon. It has been quite the week. Let me get this Friday started off. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. Hold on one second. That's the sound of me enjoying Friday. Hold on. I'm drinking an Elysian Space Dust IPA. I don't even know where this is fun. From Seattle, Washington. This is a delicious Space Dust IPA, which it sounds like it's also uh, containing marijuana, which I hope it's not because I can't handle that shit, but I sure as hell need a beer. Son of a bitch, do I need a beer. Why? Because, because uh, I'm breathing. <laughs> as long as I'm breathing, I'm going to have a day drink. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I, enjoy, I, I deserve to, to kick off my weekend early. Even though I sort of, I kind of took time off this week. A lot's going on today. Uh, let's get it out of the way. Anthony Bourdain. RIP has taken his life. I don't know if you guys have heard this news. Super shocking. You know, depression is real. And often people who suffer greatly suffer quietly. And we don't know until it's too late per se. And that's, that's a, that's a pretty big loss. I mean, anybody who's taking their lives, it's sad, but I I guess we feel closer to these celebrities because we see them you know uh, it's the sort of thing where you watch their shows and you feel like you kind of know them especially Anthony Bourdain because his show was so him you know I don't know if you ever watched Parts Unknown uh, his travel show and you know he's been doing that for a long time and a long time chef and uh, an author and a poet and an artist and just all these amazing alkalades this guy has accumulated throughout his life and career and you just assume oh he's successful he should be happy you know but that's just not always the case you never know and it's like look for these signs it's not that black and white it's very tricky you know he he was married and and divorced and married and you know he's he's led he's led a very full life and um, we were fortunate to be a part of that by being able to watch his amazing shows and showing us parts of the world that a lot of us will never see. 
this guy traveled to for a living and for a loving, I would assume, you know, he seemed to love what he did. And it's, it's sad. It's super sad. You know, Kate Spade, uh, the, the bag designer, she took her life just a few days prior. Um, so, you know, I always keep this podcast light. That's, that's my goal. And also just how I, approach life. I approach life with a very optimistic, light, fun mentality. But sometimes you got to just, you know, talk about the stuff that's going on in the world that I think affects a majority of people. A majority of people can feel like shit more than once or twice in their week. As I'm drinking a fucking beer. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to this Maybe you're having a shitty day now. Maybe the reason why you listen to podcasts and this one particularly because it, it's a break from the monotony. It's a break from whatever you're going through. And I'm glad to be that for you if I am. And everyone, I think at some point in their life, experiences a little disparity, a little depression, feeling of hopelessness, feeling of just doom and shame and all these terribly self-loathing things that we feel, I think a lot of people experience that. And that's maybe the one thing I can say, is if you're a person who experiences that more often than you would like, you should just know that you're not alone. And we're in a society, I think we're talking about depression and things like that is shameful. And it's sort of similar to, to rape victims. We haven't really provided a landscape that makes victims of rape or people, uh, victims of depression, you can even say, we haven't really provided a landscape for them to feel safe to talk about it. Uh, it's, it's something that's sort of underneath the general conversation that exists in society. And I think the one thing we can do when shit like this happens, when great people like Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade take their lives, talk about it a little bit. You know, have an open conversation about it because then maybe you can start to converse about your own inner demons. We all have fucking inner demons. All of us. I know I have my own. I have not really experienced um, suicidal thoughts. I've definitely been in super dark places where I feel like I don't know how I'm going to get out of it and I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel and I feel like it's all going to go to shit and and I'm just going to fail and everyone's going to die and I'm going to die. Like we, we have these insane thoughts and, and all of us experience that. So I think, you know, as long as we're having these conversations where it can just sort of be normalized to talk about your fears and talk about the things that make you, you know, shut off from the world and and become reclusive and not want to face anybody. If we start talking about that a little bit more, I think maybe we can chip away at the source of it. I think we can maybe start to break down the, the overall, um, strength that that feeling can have and, and the power it has. You know, if we start to just maybe bring it into conversation a little bit more, maybe we can save another life. You know, because at the end of the day, it's a short life and happiness. I think we put too much focus on that. 
when we start to compare what's going on in our, oh, I would just want to be happy. Look, you think Anthony Bourdain, you think of all the stuff that he had and he wasn't happy. And maybe if we don't make happiness the goal all the time, it's an unrealistic goal. Happiness is a moment. Happiness is a feeling and, and it, it isn't always there. And that's okay. Yo, it's okay to not be happy. Don't think that that's not normal. You know? it's there's a balance to be had and sometimes you just have to honor the emotions you're feeling but i guess we as a society it's our duty to sort of put some effort into this from you know a a, a healthcare standpoint from a conversation standpoint and even just from a friend a friendship standpoint like just reach out once in a while and just say hey thinking about you hope you're okay to any one of your friends, even if you don't think they got some shit going down, just a hello. We all want to be heard. We all want to be loved. We all, we all want to be important in some way. And, you know, who knows the true root cause of why Kate Spade took his, her life and why Anthony Bourdain took his life and Robin Williams and, you know, uh, all these other people that commit suicide. It's just... I think if we start to have a conversation about it, maybe it'll get better. You know, that, that's my hope. That's my hope. Um, because it is a beautiful life. And even though everyone has shitty things that happen throughout the day, week, month, year, there's, you're going to get through it. You're, all, you're good. You're, you're good. You're going to be okay. And maybe that should be the goal. Instead of being great and happy, be okay. You know? Maybe we're setting our standards way too high. We're just setting ourselves up for emotional failure. So RIP to Mr. Anthony Bourdain. RIP to Miss Kate Spade. And, you know, it's June 8th. It's Joan Rivers' birthday. I mean, talk about bringing joy to life. One of my fans just sent me a photo on my Instagram. He DM'd me. Not a dick pic, thankfully. Thank you very much. Blaze of Gluttony sent me a photo of Joan Rivers. She must be like 20 in this photo. Uh, It's her birthday today. And she was one of my fucking favorites, man. So goddamn just just, uh, relentless and unapologetic. I love that sort of tenacity and that approach to comedy and to life. And she unfortunately died. <laughs> this whole podcast. You guys are like, what the fuck? I tuned in to forget about shit. I just, this is what I want to talk about. You know, I'm just, I just got to keep it real. But Joan Rivers like underwent like a, just a very basic procedure and died. This, this doctor was just totally, totally negligent. And, uh, but she was so amazing. God damn. She was so fucking funny and just such a damn powerhouse. Just for what she accomplished, it's just unheard of for a woman going through all those decades, you know, through an era where women weren't supposed to say what she said. And, um, I remember there was there's a great documentary about her called A Piece of Work. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. 
It's a great documentary about just what it's like to be a female comedian, not just Joan Rivers, but just what it's like to be a female comedian. Um, and she, she talks about how these younger comics are like, Oh man, you, you, you paved the way for women. You opened the door for women, female comics today. And she was like, uh, bitch, I'm still walking through the door. I didn't just open it. I'm still here. And I love that, that mentality. Like, and she was in her seventies saying this, like, bitch, I'm still a player in the game. I haven't hung up my Jersey yet. And if she was still alive, she still would be out there talking about all the shit that's going on. I would love to hear what she had to say about Roseanne. I would love to hear what she had to say about Cosby, about Trump. Yo, she would be the one out there calling everybody on their shit. So I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) I'm going to stand in for fucking Joan Rivers, man. Yeah, but she went under like a just like a routine procedure and 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 one of the nurses i i'm pretty sure took a selfie with her um yeah the doctors they did an unauth they they did an unauthorized medical procedure and they were also caught taking a selfie with her while she was under anesthesia isn't that fucked up isn't that fucked up and you know like the reality is i realized something that life gets a little bit easier when you realize everyone's kind of full of shit. Just a little bit. Everyone's a little bit full of shit and full of themselves. And when you realize that, you can take people for, you know, a grain of salt. Not everybody, but a lot of these motherfuckers out here, you know, and, it, and it's just about getting good about reading people. And I think for me, I, I tend to bar for seven years in New York city. You know, I was, I worked in Soho at a dingy bar. I worked at a fancy nightclub. I, I, uh, was a bottle service girl. I did a happy hour at another place, Puffy's Tavern. Shout out to Charlie Gariga at Puffy's Tavern, my OG from another mother. Um, I got good at reading people cause you really see people for what they are at a bar. You know, once the alcohol kicks in, and their their true essence comes out through that through that debauchery. I mean, debauchery unleashes the true beast, in my opinion. You know, because we just go around, we walk around in these costumes all day long, and then we let loose after a couple tequilas. Hello, Bethany's a skank. <laughs> and we're so judgmental as a society. We're like, oh my god, Bethany's a skank. Gross. No, she's just a skank. Let her live her truth. Why is that gross? Why is a woman being sexual gross? Maybe our ideology and our opinion of it is more gross than how she's living her life. Yeah, it might take her a six pack to unleash the beast, but hey, at least she's unleashing it. Maybe through some therapy and, and some life coaching and guidance, she'll learn how to have the beast just be around all times without alcohol. I think we're, a lot of us are afraid to live our truths because of judgment. That's a sad living. That's a sad motherfucking living. You know who didn't do that? Joan Rivers. That's faux show. That's be my, my um, homework for you guys out there. Live your truth a little bit more this week. Let Unleash the beast. And it's not just like, I don't mean unleash the beast like you're just spreading your legs and going and boning every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. I just mean, you know, if you're like a nerd, yo, be a nerd. Don't be afraid to be a nerd. Don't act cool because you're afraid being a nerd's going to deter 
friends. Fuck those people. Why would you want to be friends with people who don't, who, who wouldn't like you at your truth? Gross. Waste of time. That's not a dinner party I want to sit down at. Yeah, there's my Syracuse accent. That's not a dinner party I want to sit down at. No, you just, you know, it's like, be who you are. Yo, if you want to study bugs, study bugs. You know, wear that shit. Just like Dr. Brian Brown from a few episodes prior, that dude was a bugologist. Yeah, loved bugs. That was his thing. Entomologist. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's, that's what, that, is that what a bug, bug, researchers called (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's entomology (laughs) yo if you're into entomology let that be your truth just don't please don't act a certain way because you're afraid of what other people are gonna think what a waste of your essence and energy what a waste what a waste of your potential How are you ever going to discover what you want to do in life if the only thing you're doing is for the acceptance of strangers? Do you know how how fruitless that feat is? I'd rather risk offending everybody and turning away friends I've had for a long time at the sake of being myself than wearing some goddamn costume that's not even even my style for the rest of my life. So that's what I'm going to do. I feel like I've kind of been doing that for a while anyways. Sometimes, you know, I'm a little concerned about what people will think, but then I shake that off. I'm like, fuck it. Tomorrow could be the last day. I don't want to live today pleasing these clowns, these people who aren't even living their truth. It's all, all, you know, Then that's what I'm talking about, where everyone's a little full of shit. That's what I'm trying to say. So, you know, just just think about that. A little food for thought as I'm drinking my Elysian space dust. God, there's nothing like a cold beer on a Friday afternoon. Living my best life. I had a pretty great week. Sharp Tongue is out on a Friday because my boo thing who lives long distance. I'm in a long distance relationship. Do you guys know that? Um, yeah, he, he lives in the middle of the country. And so he came and visited me. And I just, you know, I didn't want to half ass enjoying my time with him. So I kind of stepped away from the phone for a while, stepped away from the podcast just for a couple days. You know, when you don't get to see somebody all the time, you really value your time with them. So we just, you know, we had a good time. He was able to get a little poker in. My lawyer is uh, Jeff Cohen, who also is Chunk from uh, Goonies, the Truffle Shuffle guy in Goonies. Yeah, that's my lawyer. He's amazing. Jeff Cohen. Google him. It's real. He had a um, poker tournament at his house, and that was a lot of fun because the uh, my man won. I felt happy for him. He's, he'll say he did it, but he won. In my mind, he won. <laughs> but I don't know how to play poker. Okay, like that's just not... Uh, I, I I can't like slapjack is my jam, you know. Like I can play war, maybe gin rummy, but I'm gonna need like a fresher upper. But it was just so fun because Jeff has all of these uh, like the paraphernalia from Goonies. He's got this really cool big game system that has like two thousand games in it, like Nintendo games, Atari games, Sega Genesis. I was playing Altered Beast 
like a motherfucker. I was living my living my youth truth. It was so amazing. But it was so dope because um, Ki Hu Kwan, otherwise known as Dada from Goonies, was also there. So it was just like a total th- throwback to my youth. Even though Jeff has been my lawyer for six, seven years, I never met Dada before John Kwan. It was so dope. Uh, and he, he looks and sounds exactly the same from when he was a child. That was amazing. <laughs> and on my way to go uh, play poker, this bitch ran into me. I got into a fender bender that was not my fault. She just got right in my lane without even looking. She was just like, I'm going to turn left now. And then just turned right into my car. And then I was like, son of a bitch. It was like six o'clock traffic in, in Los Angeles, California. It's just not, that's a time when everybody gets into a crash, but it's also like the most annoying time because it's like busy. I had to take another sip of beer. Hold on. Let me get one more. Jesus Christ. These dogs keep coming in and out in and in and out. What are we doing? What are we doing? She bumped into me. Nothing happened in my car, but she got out of her car and she legit looked like the opening sequence from Legally Blonde. She had like a fluffy white fur jacket on and like leggings and heels and like there's just a bunch of faux f- like fur. There's just a bunch of furry things. <laughs> And she's like, oh, my God, I didn't even see you there. But you didn't see me there? I drive an SUV. How do you not see an SUV? Carlin, what do you want? We just went on a walk. Get your ball. These dogs. Having three dogs. I, I, it's like we bought a zoo every day. That's what it feels like in this place. We bought a fucking zoo. But no damage happened to my car. I was, like, looking at hers. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can buff that out. And she just, like, pulls it hard and then rips her own bumper off. And I'm like, all right, well, gotta go. See you. <laughs> TTYL. <laughs> See you later. Cause there was no damage to my car. So I was like, bye bitch. But those, so many of those accidents happen in LA. Just, I would say every day that I drive around, <clears throat> excuse me, 2018 women can burp. Now every day that I drive around, I see an accident. Like, I would think owning a body repair shop in LA is the way to go and a dispensary. I feel like those two things you're good. Like if you own those two things, you're, you're going to be fine. (laughs) And maybe it was a good luck. Maybe it was good luck that that bitch bumped into us, you know, like I'm gonna bump into you and you're going to win at poker, boo. You're going to win and you're going to be playing with some goonies motherfuckers. Okay. Um, I also am kind of in this like mindset of like, I don't want to wear makeup. I just, like, I'll wear it for tapings. And if I'm going to go out, like, I went out with my man. I I had him meet all my friends. And we went out. And I put on, like, a little mascara, a little contour. I added cheek. It's, It's just silly. Like, literally, you're painting a face on a face. Like, you already have a face. But that face is not good enough. That's what society has taught us, girls, especially in America. Your face is not good enough. You need to add face on top of your face. And then um, you should also add more face. Just keep adding face. (laughs) It's like, here, add this on there. Take this off of that. Wax this. Pluck this. Suck this out. Tighten this up. Um, Do a, you know, a cool sculpt on your inner armpit. 
and also be happy with yourself just the way you are. Like that's literally the messages we're being taught as women. Like, okay, you're beautiful just the way you are, but just add some mascara, some contour, some lipstick, some rouge, fix your hair, color your hair, cut your hair, dye your hair, perm your hair, trim it, uh, blow dry it, fluff it out. Make sure you do squats. Make sure you add some shit in your ass. Your ass is too big. It's too small. You're too fat. You're too thin. You're too tall. You've got a bony nose. Get, get a nose job. Get an eye socket job. And also be happy with yourself. <laughs> Fuck. <gasps> what the fuck? No, no, like, it's, it's, it's no wonder we have people out there, men included, who don't feel happy with themselves. And you're like, oh, Jesse, I thought happiness was just a moment. No, 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 this is different. I'm talking about, like, some self-worth and self-love, we, we, which we've been taught comes externally most of the time in this culture. What kind of car do you drive? Do you have a nice house? How much money is in your account? Uh, What kind of clothes are you wearing? All of these external things, if those are the things that dictate your happiness, then you don't have your happiness. You don't have it. You're, you're You're not even in the same ballpark as your happiness because it's based on things that don't matter. So you got to start digging deep, folks. What, what is your true happiness? Is it a t-shirt or is it a moment? Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you I'd, I'd much rather have a great day than a great outfit. But like, depending on the day, because if it's like, I know I'm going to meet Stamos and I better have a good outfit. <laughs> Oh, FYI, I'm back to flirting with Stamos. Not like flirting because I'm spoken for, but like even my man was like, oh, maybe Stamos will follow me. And I think he said that because he's going to help me meet Stamos and then I can just let Stamos know, no, I'm taken. Even though Stamos is already married and has a child, like deep down he probably thinks about me, you know, at night because we both have like really skinny legs that bother us because society has also gotten into our mind and our confidence and made us feel like we're not enough because our legs don't match people that we admire on magazines. (laughs) That's a thing you need to remember. When you're watching these people who you admire, whoever they are, The Rock, um, uh, fucking the Wahlberg, one of the Wahlbergs, or Channing Tatum, or, you know, Michael B. Jordan, whoever it is that you're obsessed with, Denzel Washington, Halle Berry, whoever you're in love with, know that they go through shit. Halle Berry went through a horrific divorce and alimony and child custody battle. Yeah, that's some real shit. That's some shit that you see on, like, Judge Judy. Yeah, Halle Berry went through that shit. They, all, every one of these motherfuckers out here in Tinseltown go through shit. No, there's no such thing as glamour. There's no such thing as like the Hollywood life. All of that was created to sell magazines and to sell dreams because people will buy into other people's dreams. You got to start building your own because this Hollywood shit ain't real. None of it's real. Look at Roseanne. She had a very successful show. ABC was very excited about it. She went on some fucking Twitter rant. Bye. Job gone. It's real out in these streets. The struggle is real for everybody. It doesn't matter if you got a hundred mil in the bank or you owe a hundred dollars to your uncle Larry. 
The shit is real across the board. Doesn't matter if you're famous or just some meth head in Minnesota. We're all going through some shit. That's we need to remember that more than anything. Don't get distracted by all this Hollywood bullshit. There's bigger issues in the world, like the, the president being a cunt. Him just. <laughs> I've had four sips of beer. Okay, I'm not drunk. I'm starting to sound like a your drunk sister on the porch just bitching. And fucking president's an asshole. But seriously, there's we can't get distracted. We need to stay the course. We need to like really focus as people. We need to be kinder to one another. We need to be more tolerant. We need to have some compassion. And for the love of fucking God, we need to start loving ourselves some more. Self-love is the cure to a lot of the shit that's going on in the world. Too much, too much, uh, just there's too many people who are focused on the wrong things and you can't. You can't get into a relationship until you start to fix what's going on on the inside. And you're like, Jesse May, where's all this shit coming from? Because I'm growing as a person as well. I realize where I've gone wrong in my past, and I know what I want out of life right now. And, and I've been on the path of really getting, the, getting negative people out of my life and bringing positive people into my life because that's who I am and who you hang out with reflects how you feel about yourself. And I feel good about my posse right now. I feel real good about my posse. They're supportive. They're creative. They're motivated. They're motivating. They're um, compassionate and kind and fun and funny and just doing things and care about people. You know, it's just these these suicides really make me feel compassionate and very endeared to people's strife cuz we're all going through some shit i mean i got my dad who's got alzheimer's that's my dude my dad is my dude i've got a good dad and that's why i'm just like Yo, I don't give a fuck if my eyeliner's not on. My dad loves me. That's pretty great. Even though he's slowly forgetting things, I still have a dad who loves me. That's pretty dope. So what if my 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 skin isn't completely toned? <laughs> who cares if I got a little red under my eye and I don't got lipstick on? I'm a good person and somebody loves me. You know? Like, that's my armor. That makes me feel indestructible. And also it's like, if you can face a world as a woman, sorry guys, if you can face a world with your raw, bare skin, like without all of the, the tricks that these magazines, articles, companies, products have told you you need in order to feel like a complete woman, if you can face the world at your, with your skeleton, then you're going to be fine. That's that's where true strength comes from, like finding beauty in your bare skin. Once you feel good enough and you feel sexy, like, I know my eyes look tired and I don't got cheekbones, but that's okay, because I'm beautiful anyways. <laughs> you know, it's just, I think it's we all got to find what works for us, but I feel like these things are, are general and can sort of be applied to a lot of people, you know? 
So I guess the moral of the story is if you're struggling and you feel like you're not good enough and you don't have the, uh, as much money as so-and-so and you, your job, you got fired and you got divorced and you lost this and you just know that everyone experiences some form of loss at some point in their life. And also know that all people experience extreme loss. Every, every life experiences sh- extreme loss. And only if you can be comfortable in that loss, I think will you be able to grow. And I don't mean like not honoring the sadness that comes with that loss. I mean being able to honor that sadness and know that on the other end of that, on the other side of that, is going to be some good shit. There's always going to be something good that happens. Always. Yo, I was having a rough like month last week. I was like, yo, I got all these bills to pay. I got to start booking these gigs. I got to make sure I've got work lined up. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I was stressing out. I got three dogs. These motherfuckers eat... They eat like it's there's a famine every day. They just Carlin eats loaves of bread. This motherfucker eats so much he's starting to eat my food. I'm like, how am I gonna be able to pay for these? I gotta get work. Just stressing about all the dumb shit. And then you know what happened? Found ten dollars. <laughs> I know you're like ten dollars. That's not shit. But when you're having a fucking shitty day and you think it's all just going to hell, that ten dollars feels like a million. I was like, what, what, what? I felt like that was like a little cookie from the universe being like, come on, girl. Just like a little, like just a little treat that the universe dropped on the ground. Like, look, it's not all bad. You just got to kind of stay focused. And another thing I'll say, I know I feel like this is so preachy, but I I just have this inside of me and I want to share it with you guys. Another thing I'll say is that boredom is a dangerous thing we can all get bored but I think when you learn to turn to achieving things as opposed to uh just like watching tv or doing something inactive when you're bored like if you can teach yourself something and learn something new I think that that will provide a really good solution for boredom because I think nowadays when I get bored I turn to work and I turn to like accomplishing things and then I feel so good I feel like then I want to like help my friends and like share and create with with other people and help people achieve their things once I start doing stuff on my end so that's just something that I learned about myself lately is that I don't really I'm not really just sitting around and popping Netflix on when I'm when I'm just like man I got nothing to do I'm like all right well how can I improve the podcast how can I make um something fun over here what's a new sketch I can write what's a joke I can edit maybe I could work on one of my jokes you know because I've been doing stand-up for 14 fucking years I might want to edit some of that shit so you know if boredom sneaks around maybe learn Italian (laughs) learn how to speak Italian Man, I should learn Greek so I can say sweet nothings into Jan, Jan, Jan Stimos' ear. Hey, hey, how you doing there? Huh? Agapimu? That means my, my love in Greek. Bam, I spoke it. I know how to speak Greek. Don't be jealous, bitch. Um, 
Yeah, it's been a crazy day. I've, I've, I've taken a few days to think about stuff, and I wanted to share that with you guys. You know, and also, before we get out of here, I'm going to say to the ladies out there, dating assholes, stop. Stop. Immediately. Okay? The reason, there's one reason you date an asshole. One reason and one reason only. You do not love yourself. It's simple. That's it. And another little tidbit of information, a lot of us, most of us, for the beginning of our life and for a lot of years, will not love ourselves. It t- you have to, some, some people, a lot of people have to learn how to love themselves. But if you're dating an asshole, it has nothing to do with men being assholes. It has to do with you not loving yourself enough. Same for guys. You keep dating bitches. There are no bitches. There are no assholes. Let's just put that out there for a second. There's only lack of self-love. Because if you love yourself... You're not going to date assholes and bitches. You're going to date good people. You're not even going to see the assholes and bitches. They're not even going to have an opportunity to get into your house or your, or your circle. They're not even going to be able to be in your eyesight, in your eye line. Because you're not going to even be, uh, you, you're not even going to be visible. They're not going to be visible to you because you're not looking for that in your life. You're too good for that shit. So they don't exist once you start to love yourself. That's another thing. Um... <laughs> This is what happens when you have a couple days off. You also have a life coach. Breck Costin is my life coach. Listen, it sounds crazy and it sounds very LA and like, oh my God, I need a latte and a life coach. I thought the same thing until I met him and he's really just delightful and super insightful and has really helped me these past few weeks set up a just a few habits and approaches to life that will help me for the rest of my career and life become the person that I know I have the potential to become. So shout out to Brett Costin for being a dope life coach. And again, back to that thing of like, not afraid to live your truth. If you want to be a nerd, go ahead, live your truth. Yo, I have a life coach and I ain't afraid to say it. Go ahead and judge me and say all the dumb shit you want to say because I don't care. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking Friday. Yo, I'm going to keep this sweet, short and sweet for you guys because I know that weekend is smelling really good right now. You probably have already, a lot of you have already got into your weekend. Um, I will be back on Tuesday with a new episode. I'm going to have a bonus episode for you guys next week for having to wait a few days for this week's episode to come out. But I appreciate you guys so much. You have been putting the reviews in for me. We've got like something like 70 reviews for the podcast. If you can continue to do that, please rate and review Sharp Tongue. It helps so much. Uh, Star it. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, It it really just, it it makes me feel good knowing that you guys care enough to leave a little note. That's pretty dope. You guys are pretty dope. I'm going to drink the rest of this Elysian, and I'm so excited. I'm going to go see that new movie tonight. Oh, my God. What the fuck is it called with Tony Collette? Inheritance? Oh, Inherit? Oh, God. It's a new movie with Tony Collette. I'm going to Google it right now. Inheritance or Heritage? Let me pull it up right now. It comes out today. Hereditary. 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 Oh. God, it's going to be so good. 
I cannot wait for Hereditary. It's like, I don't even know what it's about, but the, the trailer, it's just, it takes so long for good movies, horror movies to make their way to the theaters. It's like a couple times a year, you know, and it's just, this one looks like it really might be legit. Um, I'll read you the synopsis before we get out of here. When Ellen passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. The more they discover, the more they find themselves trying to outrun the sinister fate they seem to have inherited. Yo, that sounds like me and my flatulence. (laughs) Oh my God. I refuse to fart around my boyfriend. I am keeping the spice alive. That's how much I care about him. You hear that? I'm not going to fart around you, babe. I don't fart. I'm too cute for that. I'm pumped, man. Life is short. It's sweet. Some of us, unfortunately, um, decide that it's otherwise. And that's really, uh, that's sad. And I think we can do better as people. And I think we need to live outside of our social media obsessed lives and start to reach out to people a little bit more. Ask your neighbor how they're doing. Make eye contact with the grocery store girl. You know, have conversations with people. Talk to them. Put your phone down at at the dinner table. Put your phone down while you're spending time with your boo. Um, Look people in the eye and show them some respect because I think... The reality is, is we all want to be seen and we all want to be heard. Fuck. I've got two podcasts. I do stand up comedy five, six nights a week coming from me. Believe me, we want to be heard. And I think something we can do instead of talking so much is listen a little bit more. And, and you could save a life just by listening to what somebody has to say. So I hope you guys had a great week. I appreciate you coming back every episode to listen to me talk because it honestly means the world to me and it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good knowing that I might entertain you during your work break or maybe even during work. You're being a mother. You're just like, "Ah, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm going to put my headphones in and pretend that I'm taking phone calls. (laughs) There's a lot of nurses out there that listen to me on their long shifts and students and people working long shifts, early shifts and moms at home with their kids and dudes on the road traveling. So all of you out there listening to me, it means a world to me. And, uh, I love you guys. You guys are the best. I hope you have a great weekend and I'm going to go into nature, get high and talk to a couple more trees this weekend. I'll let y'all know how that went. (laughs) Send love, send positive vibes for my dad. He's doing good. Um, I'm sending positive vibes to all you motherfuckers out there. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast, Sharp Tongue Podcast. I appreciate you. All right? This is Jesse May signing off. Bye, babies. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.